Hello guys, I'm in a mood to do two podcasts in one go and it's just motivating me even more because I'm getting more and more listeners so I just feel positive and happy about this so you guys are making me really happy I'm not someone who's a very happy person or gets that much happiness in life but I can say that since I started podcast I feel a little bit of confidence so you know if you are listening to this or if you're not listening to this you know, if you're watching it, listening to one of it or two of it, or you're listening to all of it, thank you because you are making me smile, whether you think you're not, but you are. So, you know, whether you're, you are listening to it wholeheartedly or half-heartedly, it doesn't matter because you're making me happy. So thank you so much. And I really do hope that my podcast is interesting and it keeps you all engaged for a very long time because I do plan on keep doing this you know (laughs) I don't know what it is because I'm not this is not professional again this is just unprofessional but I just want to explain that I just feel like I have a lot to share to the world and this is my way to share to the world so you know thank you for listening and um just hope I can carry on entertaining you guys or advising you or giving you good you know feedbacks about stuff so you know thank you for being so patient with me (laughs) and um if I said something on the podcast that I will continue to go into that other one and that one and I didn't continue I do apologize because um it has been a mixture like I haven't been able to follow through what my plan so this podcast I'm going to talk about is holidays in hell so I got I got um a dm today in the morning from someone saying, like when I send that podcast, they said to me that, can you talk about the holiday from hell? So I actually wrote a blog on this and uh, people actually questioned me saying, like, there's several opinions, okay? Everyone can have their own opinion. Everyone will be like, you know what? You're being a bitch. Or they will say, you're ungrateful. Or they'll call my friend a psycho, which is true. (laughs) So here's the thing. Whenever I talk about it, people just laugh and laugh. And literally, I'm someone who doesn't know how to handle situations like that. So it's just like, what do I do? What do I do? So anyway, let me just tell you what happened. So last year, around September, I made a friend in my class. And she belonged to the Spanish heritage. So she was, she lives in Spain. So she offered me to come and stay for holidays with her in Spain with her family. At the start, I was like, you know, this is an amazing, great idea. And then I thought about money. I was like, oh my God, I'm so tight with money and I, I don't, I can't afford it. And um, I was just hoping, like, I think maybe back in my mind, I was like not too sure about going. So I kept making excuses like, I don't think I should come because I'm tight, you know, with money. And she was like, um, don't worry I'll help you I was like I don't want to be a burden on anyone I never feel comfortable asking people for money it's just not me I don't think I could ever do that in the future to any of my friends maybe my family yes but my even with my family I just feel weird it's just a weird feeling so um I said to her look I'm tight with money but I don't think let me ask my mom and everything and in my head I was like hope my mom says no so it gives me a little push to not go anymore but my mum was like go I was like what 
I was expecting her. Like, you know when you say, oh my God, I wish my mom says no, mom. I wish my mom says yes, please. I wish my mom says yes. But I'm like there in my head, like, I wish my mom says no. I wish my mom says no. I wish my mom says no. And it was the opposite. Like, I think reverse psychology actually works, guys. <laughs> so um, she said, yeah, you should go. You've not really gone on a holiday since I went to Sweden on my own to see my friend. And that was about it. I've never actually travelled alone. So um, I said, okay, fine, I'll go. So I met her mum the first time in London, like before we went. This was a very awkward meeting. So we met at Westfield. Okay, so we went to Westfield. We had a little bit of food and we chilled and stuff. But her mum doesn't speak English. So there's a lot of language barriers, a lot. So I just didn't know how to communicate with someone who I don't know how to speak to because I don't know Spanish. I mean, I know broken Spanish, so I was using my broken languages to communicate with her. So the you will know why I call it holiday from hell. Right now, it's making no sense whatsoever. So I'm just I actually called it on my blog boarded boarded the wrong flight. That's what I called it. And um, one of my friends said that you should have written this blog for boarding school to sound better. But as I'm not too happy to write about boarding school, it just makes me cry a lot. So I decided not to write a blog about it, rather speak about it. So it just goes, that's it. <laughs> Don't have to keep reading it. So, um, <laughs> so what happens is I meet her mum and we go to the shop. And her mum body shames her daughter a lot, like her so i was just there like why does your mom body shame you a lot she says i'm used to it i says no no parent should be able should be allowed to body shame their child it's like i'm a pure believer um of jim what's her name jamila jamil i follow her i'm inspired by her and i really love the way how she says let people be themselves you know so if someone wants to be chubby let them be chubby if they want to be skinny let them be chub skinny it's everyone's own choice you know no one should determine what choice size anyone should be anyways um so what exactly happened is when I met her mom she just said to me like uh to me and her that I'm making you guys salad in Spain so obviously you could take it off as a light banter like <laughs> whatever <laughs> or it could just be taking a dig at both of us that we're chubby I don't know but I took it as a joke because I was like, you know, there's no point. But I did, I was a bit offended, like, you know, really, is she really gonna, you know, a little bit, like, you know, because um, I'm a sensitive person. That's my personality. Um, so after that, she was like, okay, let's do this. Let's do this. During the time of leaving London to go to Spain, she was completely sweet as sugar. Like, I don't even know. Like, probably let's just talk about chocolate dip and churros. <laughs> Literally, she was that sweet person. She was too sweet, too nice to me. And I was like, oh my God, mom, she's really nice. You know, like I was telling my mom and my sister's like, I really found a really good friend. You know, she's like, literally like my sister because she doesn't really have many siblings. So I see her as my little baby sister. So I said to her, like, you're like my sister, you know, I will always be there for you kind of thing. And we always shared all the deep issues, blah, 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 boy issues, you know, um, family issues. We always used to share things together. So I felt so comfortable with her and I thought I had found my friend who replaced me in uni. 
So I just thought, you know, this is perfect. You know, she'll be a good person for me. You know, she will help me. And we used to study together. We used to do our coursework together. We stay in the library till 4 a.m. till 3 a.m. We used to be in the library till odd hours, get work done. You know, it was like that. But I didn't know everything was a competition, you see. I thought everything was just normal. Like she says, oh my God, I had a nervous breakdown that you submitted your work before me. I was just there like, there were so many red flags basically before I entered Spain. So I said to myself, like, maybe I'm thinking too much into it because I am kind of half-heartedly don't want to go. So I'm probably pushing myself to becoming this person. And also because of Cuba, because of Cuba that I went with my cousins and it was really bad. So I didn't want to see my cousins this Christmas. So I decided that this December I'm going to go spend it in Spain. <sighs> break, break, break. <laughs> Drum roll. So what happened is I landed at her friend's at her aunt's house which we were taking a train and then a bus sorry a train to the um, airport but I stayed at her aunt's house me and her stayed at her like that aunt house who was particularly closer to the airport and I stayed awake because I was like oh I don't want to fall asleep because I know I won't wake up and then we'll miss the flight so our flight was proper late like I don't remember was it like five o'clock in the morning or something I don't remember so I was like I was awake the whole time I was watching Jumanji and she was fast asleep so I was on the other sofa watching Jumanji and then I just realized like holy shit it's like it's three and three o'clock we had decided to leave the house at three because the bus was coming at three to take us to the airport. Sorry, to the train station. And at that point, I woke her up and said, you know, it's past three, yeah? And she was like, what? So literally, literally, I had to book an Uber straight to the airport. Um, uh, no, not to the airport, to the train station. And then from the train station, we got to the airport, blah, 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 blah. We headed, yeah. But because I was... Because I didn't sleep that whole day, you know, like that whole day, like for the whole 24 hours and counting, my chest started hurting a lot when I entered the plane, you know, like really painful. Now, where is the chest and where is your heart? That's when she showed me her true colours on the plane. She was like, don't tell me you're having a heart attack. I mean, first of all, educate yourself because you don't even know the fucking difference between a chest and a heart, which is terrible because you're fucking old and you don't even know that. So I was like, I still let it go. I was like, you know what? Just just let it be, let it be, let it be. And I'm quite sensitive. So I hold on to a lot of things. If you hurt me, I will keep it written in my diary that you hurt me on this, this date. And I'm waiting for a time that I can hurt you back for that time. So I'm not that type of person before, but now I have become that person because I've just found out people are very mean, very selfish and very, very rude. So I just feel like this is the best way to deal with it. So I controlled my behaviour, control everything, like don't be sensitive, flush it out your system, take it out, don't listen to it, just ignore, ignore, ignore. So I ignored it. Then we got home and her father is a gem. I love her father. I think I mentioned in one of my podcasts that her father was the best. Like, I think he's like my second dad. Really, really sweet guy. Really cherished him like my own 
but he took me on hikes I really enjoyed hikes as well like it's not like I don't like hikes but I really enjoyed it I think I did mention this in the podcast so on the hikes she would just you know leave me out wouldn't walk with me you know be all with her family and cousin but when I put the headphones in she'll be like why you got your headphones in I don't understand Spanish I don't understand Spanish I can't speak so if I listen to music does it bother you so everything bothered her like me listening to music me talking to someone on the phone so I had a guy friend who I used to talk to a lot but we were just friends so me and him would talk every day regardless like that's the kind of connection we had um so she wouldn't like it she would be like why are you talking to him on a holiday my wish my phone my my life she was controlling everything even my fucking diet <laughs> she said i don't think you should eat that you should eat this so pretty much i felt like she's my mom and i'm her daughter and i have to follow her footsteps because she would wake me up early in the morning to take her dog for a walk and make me go running with her walking whatever you know and it'll be the same area so you kind of know the area and then she'd be like i just want you to see the area and i'm like it's the same area why do i have to go every day so she'll make me talk to her all night because we had a bunk bed so one she was on top she made sure that she's gonna sleep on top because i was like oh the top she's like no that's mine i was like okay okay yeah yeah sure that is her house is hers so i said yeah sure whatever i'm not fussed so she'll be like i can't sleep can you say something can you talk and we'll just talk and talk about uni and whatnot and um guys mostly guys and she likes some guy from her guitar from her class or something i don't remember and we used to talk about him a lot so i said to her like if you like him just tell him in it why are you just beating around the bush too much so she says would you i says yeah i did i told the guy that i liked him difference is he didn't like me back so it's not a big deal like i, I told him but he didn't like me that's it we've gone we're done we're finished we don't see each other anymore even though i think of him every day it doesn't matter what i do because um it's not like he cares that and then i was just like we will talk all night then she'll make me wake up in the morning go running with her with her dog then one day i had to make it up that i had a stomach ache. guys i know this is bad but i literally had to because i hadn't slept properly my head was aching so I said to her, I've got a really bad stomach ache. So she got her mom, her dad to get me all these sorts of tablets. And I don't know what I put inside my system. <laughs> I just put everything I saw inside my system. <laughs> and I was fucked for a couple of days. You know, I was like completely unwell, throwing up, feeling a little sick and didn't eat for a couple of days. You know, I don't even know what she even fed me. Like literally don't know. Even if it was a magic potion of poison, I probably would have had that too. So I just didn't know what it was, you know that I had that made me sick after that so I never lied to her I just said I don't want to go <laughs> after that I just never lied to her I just said I don't feel like going please can we go another day so she would just be like you're being stubborn you're being stuck up you're being lazy and I'm just there like uh excuse me yes. so I do appreciate that her parents kept me in her house and you know they I even paid for my own stuff so basically that ticket train ticket whatever I went to Madrid I stayed at her aunt's house Madrid is literally like London there's no difference it's carbon copy of England like especially city the city of London like it's completely the same the way the central London is made it's the same way so Madrid did not excite me as such as I was expecting so I was bored and she was like you're bored and I said no I didn't tell her that I just said uh oh, 
yeah, this kind of reminds me of London is what I said. And she's like, no, it's better than London. I was like, yeah, whatever, you know, better than London, whatever, I don't know. But prices are the same, so it seems the same to me. So she was like, then she was like, I don't know, what's up with you? What's up with you? She kept bugging me till I didn't answer her. So I said to her, look, I am a little bored because we're coming to the same shopping centre every day. And she was like, uh, then that day it was raining and I bought an umbrella. And oh my God, I was so angry because the rain was so bad that the umbrella broke. Hence, I was drenched. And I came to her mom's, her, her aunt's flat. And her in her aunt's, I do expect. I know that her aunt has some financial conditions, so they don't really have a heater or anything in their house. So I basically had to sleep with those wet clothes because I didn't want to wear my night suit as it was um, cotton and not really warm. So I fell asleep in that. But we were arguing the whole day. Like, you know, she says to me, you're telling me Madrid's boring? I said, no, I'm not saying it's boring. I'm just saying it's the same thing. Again, I said it in a very subtle way. I didn't mean it in a mean way. So she says, I did this for you. And I've not even got to see my father. And all because of you. And I said, look, I didn't say, don't meet your father. I didn't say, you have to take me to Madrid. So you can't just point it all on me. You know, point all fingers at me. Because I didn't do anything as such. You're the one who made the decision. You're the one who decided everything. So... Ideally, you can't point fingers at me. You can't. So after that, we were in... (laughs) It was a bit awkward. There was a lot of tension between both of us. So I was telling my friend, like, what do I do? So whenever I had Wi-Fi... No, the Wi-Fi was an issue too. So when we went to this place, like, in her house, um, her aunt's house, I was like, oh, fuck, there's no Wi-Fi. What do I do? What do I do? And I thought my phone was on roaming, so... I didn't know I was allowed to use Wi-Fi because it is a EU country, right? I didn't think of that. So my friend was like, um, put your data on. So I said, are you sure I'm allowed to? She says, yeah, just do it. So I said, okay, fine. So I sent her a message and everything. And she said to me that, just tell your mom to book you another ticket and come home. Because I actually went for three weeks, guys. Three weeks of hell, literally. So I said to her, like, isn't it rude, though, if I leave? And she was like, well, who cares? Like... I said to her, well, I'm working with her next journey. Um, So she was like, yeah, but I just feel like if you're not enjoying it, you might as well just come home. And plus you said you're tight with money. And I was like, yeah, that's true. I am very tight with money. I don't really have money and everything. And I'm having a lot of issues right now. So she says, just go home. But then I don't want my mom and dad to win the thing that I said to you, don't go for three weeks, don't go for three weeks. And it was about ego and arrogance that... I do believe I was wrong. I was completely wrong because I took the the chance to go for three weeks when I should have just gone for one week and come back for Christmas or New Year's. So um, it was a whole ego thing with me and my mom. So I just didn't, I didn't come back. Uh, I just tolerated her behavior basically. So when we got on the coach from Madrid to Santander, Oh my God, it was a six hours coach. I've never, never, ever, even in England, sat on a coach for that long. (laughs) Never. And I'm just so glad that my bladder is so strong that I didn't need to go that many blue breaks. All I needed to do is sleep. But here's the thing. Even if I sleep, she'll be like, you're lazy. You just want to sleep all day. Or if I listen to music, oh, you're ignoring me. You want to ignore me. You want to listen to music. It's a six hours drive. I'm not going to sit here talking to you for six hours. My throat will go. Oh God, that was um, that was painful. 
Then we got to Madrid. Uh, we got to Santander, her actual hometown. We got home and I put my phone on charge and I I was like really angry with her because she told me her aunt doesn't have Wi-Fi in the house. And I was like, wait a minute, your mum... Then when I told her aunt off, like when I told her aunt, like, oh, you know, um, you don't have Wi-Fi. So she was like, no, I do have Wi-Fi, you know. Because she went and told her aunt that she's arguing with me because you don't have Wi-Fi. And her aunt turned around and said to her that she does have Wi-Fi. So this happened in Madrid. And I said to you, she had Wi-Fi for the whole week. And she didn't let me use Wi-Fi. Guys, she was constantly posting on Instagram, Snapchat, constantly communicating with her family members. I didn't even get the chance to do that. I didn't get the chance to do that. So I was frustrated with no Wi-Fi. With me, Wi-Fi means like no life, basically. Like, if this Wi-Fi gets switched off at my home for, like, five minutes, I go crazy. So, yeah, I am, like, a Wi-Fi addict. I need Wi-Fi to function in general. So, um, I was really frustrated, angry, bored. So, I said to her, like, your aunt had Wi-Fi, but you specifically told me not to ask her because of the financial condition. But you didn't even ask her once to find out whether she had it or not. And I'm guaranteed... She had Wi-Fi all this time, guys, and she did not want me to have Wi-Fi. That was her option. That's what I see from this. And um, then we got to her house and her, her mom and dad had Wi-Fi re- ready for me. So I said, thank you, because I want to communicate with my family, too. So her mom and dad were really sweet. They took good care of me. Like they made or- fresh orange juice every day. You know, we just keep eating bread and I got sick of bread because I got fat from bread, bread, bread every day. So toast orange juice toast orange juice but we would burn it out with hiking every day so we went on like three or four hikes you know it was good the first hike she didn't listen to me it was like really bad because she was just so rude and full of attitude like you're just being lazy you're being lazy but if someone genuinely can't breathe you can't call that something I genuinely couldn't breathe because you know the higher you go the oxygen becomes less so you can't breathe So I had to catch my breath and I couldn't. And she was impatient with me. So she carried on doing the hike on her own. The second hike, I was literally with her dad and we had to speak. I literally had to speak broken Spanish, like agua, you know, naranja, naranua. I don't know what we call it, oranges or something. He was supposed to give me orange. So he was giving me oranges. He was giving me stuff. And I actually hit my head on a tree trunk. I almost was unconscious, but... I was fine. I made it through and we finished the hike and everything. But she was just so stubborn. She was like, oh, my God, it took you so long. Like, wow, (laughs) I'm glad you did it. I'm proud of you, blah, blah, blah. So she just showed a completely different side of her. And she's very, very jealous of me. That's what I've noticed. So, like, um, her mum and dad, they kept me really well. Her mum was a little bit at the start, but towards the end she was really nice like I didn't really want her to do my laundry I did not want them to do anything but they carried on doing it without me knowing so I said to them look I don't find it comfortable with people touching my laundry it's just my dirty clothes I don't want anyone touching them but they did and it was like a bit uncomfortable but she said to me like you're like my mom's daughter as well like you're my sister so like in that manner we were like treated really well There was no problem with that. But what I had a problem with is her controlling me constantly. 
like everything you know like you should do this with me you should do that with me and you know we should join the gym even though i just come for three weeks she wanted me to join the gym guys she wanted me to pay a weekly membership i said to her, i'm tight with money i could barely buy a fucking um what's it called i could barely buy any souvenirs for my parents parents and uh, my sisters and stuff so uh, really truly i have was tight with money and she wanted me to go swimming gym lose weight basically in those three weeks before we get back to uni in january so um and then one day she went for a haircut and she said do you want to come with me for my haircut and i know she was going to be upset if i didn't go so i said okay yeah i'll go i woke up at six o'clock in the morning guys she went, she got her eyebrows done, then she went to get her hair done, and I just stood there behind her, get her becoming all dolled up for her birthday. And I don't have a problem, but early in the fucking morning, no, that is not me. So her mum would be like, I, I gave you coffee, why are you still not awake? And I'm like, you don't know me, I need to sleep properly. Even coffee or any pill can't wake me up. <laughs> That's the kind of person I am. So her mum, her sister, her mum was like a bit you know you know a little bit like why is she behaving like that then she argued with me saying that you should do a master's I think that's my choice whether I want to do a master's I don't think my friends should decide whether I should do a master's or not so I said to her look I don't want to do that so I told her my future plans for my stories and stuff and guys I didn't know she was going to copy my story she copied one of my stories and later on I realized that this in this industry you cannot be friends with people because people are there to just be friends with you so they can steal your ideas I'm telling you this is exactly what it is in the media industry you have to be careful I learned the harder way I don't want anyone to learn the harder way because I want to I want to inform everyone if you're in the media industry you're a script writer whatever you want to be in the future you know um if you have ideas keep it to yourself don't share it unless this, that person is producing your show do not because people are there copying everything and she copied my story and I was really upset because I worked day and night to get the ending for that story you know I actually did I did a lot of research you know it's called the drama I wrote a story about it and I wait I, I used my whole summer into writing scripts and this bitch just copied all my one of my stories and I don't you know maybe all of them I was a bit angry, you know, when she was telling me her new story, but she just used the same context completely. But I didn't want to say anything because I'm leaving, living under her roof. Do you know what I mean? You can't really say much. You can't really confront someone. And I'm really bad at confronting people. So I kept my mouth shut. I just said, you know what, fuck it. Let it be. Let it be. Let it be. Um, I had to hold in my anger for a very long time. So for my birth, to my Christmas present, she bought me a Billie Eilish CD. She bought me makeup because she wants me to learn how to do makeup. Um, and I bought her a candle for her birthday. And I bought her a perfume for Christmas. So I didn't really go all out for her so as much as she did for me. So I feel... I feel guilty so when I went out the next day I went and got her something more so it just you know balances out a little bit and I was like oh my god she bought makeup for me from this particular place and I was like whoa 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 what's going on you know so I felt guilty you know like she's actually spent a good enough amount on me so I need to do the same so I made sure I did my fair share but then she said to me it's not a competition. I said, yeah, I know, but it's just I feel guilty. 
So I met her family and everyone. They're all nice. Like, literally, I'm not going to lie. But it's just some signs of her were just making me really angry. Like, really angry. Like, if anything, I'm on a... On her birthday, it was, um, her birthday falls after New Year's. So her friends came over and I don't think they speak English that well. So they just carried on talking in Spanish. I was on my phone and she just had a problem with me. She's like, why are you on your phone? My friends are here. But if your friends are here, how do I speak to them? I don't know Spanish. She's like, it's, it's hard for me. So she says, I want, uh, and then she told them to speak in English and they were speaking in broken English and they tried my best. They tried their best. So it was really nice. But it was just really weird for me. Like, I didn't understand what was going on at that time. I really didn't. You know, I was like, oh my God, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> and um, I just feel everything's a competition with this girl. So, like, for example, I didn't tell you this in the start. But when we had in, in November, sorry, no, in December before we went for to Spain she and I we had to do our screen reading so we had to read our scripts out loud and um, we chose pretty much the same narrator and everything so the the man who read my thing he said to me I have really good craft for screenwriting and he says it's a really good story it has everything that you need and he was very happy with my story basically yeah so when she got her feedback she says did you see how you got a better feedback than me you got a better grade than me, like, you got a better, you know, he said this and that for you, he didn't say that for me, and I says, I'm sure they liked your story, they did say they liked the story, they didn't say anything bad, and she's like, no, they just, they just liked yours, not mine, so I was just there, like, instead of being happy for me, like, she was pretending to be happy for me, but it just felt like she's taking digs at me, like, why is your story better than mine, kind of thing, so I just had to ignore everything that went on, you know, like everything to completely controlling every aspect of my life. Like, why am I alone? Why am I talking to this person? Why am I on the phone? What am I talking to my parents about? Like, literally, I was on the phone to my mom and she was right behind me trying to listen to the conversation. And she was like, what was your mom saying? And I'm just there like, you're a bit stalkerish, aren't you? You want to know everything. A bit possessive is what I would say. So I know she's never had a sibling before. So maybe she doesn't know what it's like, but... She was a bit OTT, even my siblings don't do that shit to me. Even if they wanted to, they can't. So it's just, everything became very controlling. Everything, you know, whether it was food, whether it was hiking, or whether it was me talking to someone, or on my phone, or playing a game. I'm not going to lie to you guys. I play Candy Crush quite often, you know. So I am on it, that app, pretty much. I'm now on 910. So I said to her, like, look, I'm on, like, this level so hard I'm on I'm candy I'm playing candy crush and I was like on level 380 something at that time so yeah it's been a whole year and I'm already on 900 <laughs> so she was like oh you're on 300 I says yeah I said what level are you on and she was like oh I didn't I don't play it so I said okay cool guys believe it or not she had a competition with me on fucking candy crush too she literally was like the next morning I woke up and I said to her like she's mean I'm on the same level as you now I said what how she's look I'm on 289 I was shocked I didn't know how to answer that I was like I said yeah I said it in a joke I dare you to get to my level but I really did not know that she was taking it serious like she was actually going to beat me in fucking candy crush (laughs) so 
That's when I thought, this girl is mental. The fact that she stayed up all night to get to my level was a bit worrying to me. If you don't think that is, that is not worrying, something's wrong with you. Because that was worrying. Everything was okay. But the whole controlling me, you know, fighting, competition, like, you know, um, you know, even like taking digs at my culture, that was not nice. That was not needed. You know, oh, you know, like everyone has this perception that Hindu people, Hindu people pray to anything. So we pray to the wall, we pray to the cupboard, we take pray to every fucking shit that is possible in the world. No, that is wrong. We have a lot of gods for a different reason. And you don't need to know that. If you want to know about it, read about it. I'm not going to explain that to you. Just the same as Islamic people are not going to explain to you why rocks is very um, essential to them. So I'm not going to explain to you why. But I just feel it very, very offensive when people say that to me. And I'm just there like, that's a racism attack. So we were playing this game at Christmas about think about which country I want to go to. So when it was my turn, someone had, her uncle had to guess which country I want to go to, as in my dream city. And he said India. And I was just very like, that's a bit rude. That's a bit racist. Like, just because I'm brown, you're just saying India. Like, wow, thank you. Like, that's very mean. So I was a bit offended. And then after that, she was saying stuff like, like she puts makeup on and she was um, getting ready. So when she gets make she gets ready, she does it all dolled up, like pink, bright eyelashes and um eye um eyeshadow and whatnot and I don't know, foundation, browns, bronzer, whatever shit. I don't really speak much about makeup, so I don't know. But what I was really offended about was when I was putting makeup on. And um my eyelids are quite small compared to people who have big eyes. So if you have big eyes then you can do eyeshadow up to your fucking eyebrows, it's like there's more space. I didn't have that thing. So I said to her, look, you know what you're doing with your eyes? Like, don't do it to mine because I have small eyelids. She's like, oh, yeah, that is such an Indian thing. And I said, is that such a brown thing? I said, no, it's not. Because I've seen brown girls and brown guys who have big eyes and a big gap. So it's not a brown thing just because I have these kind of eyelids. And like the whole time they just kept saying, oh, my God, you have beautiful skin. You have beautiful skin. Your skin is so nice. I want your skin. And I feel like they just cursed my skin, guys, because the next day I had a massive spot on my cheek. And I still do. Fuck. <laughs> so I'm just like, I'm so... I was literally didn't know what I had to do because in this situation, I was like, I had to bite my tongue. I had to be fake. I had to be fake. And I'm someone who's really bad at being fake. Like I said, I'm. I'm you'll know when I'm being fake. You will know. You'll be like, oh my God. You know, it's... Don't make it that obvious that you hate the person. That's what they'll say to me. So I'm just there like, you know what? This is just not working for me. I don't know how to deal with this. So I had to count down the days. So obviously Christmas didn't go as planned. You know? And then they were playing. They wanted me to play Bollywood music at the Spanish Christmas. So I said, okay, cool, whatever. And I did. But I don't even know whether they were praising Bollywood or making fun of Bollywood. I don't know. But if they're making like making fun of Bollywood, that's a bit rude because I'm trying to, I'm showing you songs and you're making fun of them. That's a wrong move. And some people have a different opinion. They'll be like, yeah, it's not a big deal, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, it's not a big deal to you. But if someone who's insecure about stuff like that, you can't laugh about it. So I don't know whether they're making fun of it 
or you know laughing or making jokes about the brown people and their stupid things but I said to them look you can make fun of India you can call India the poor country but I can tell you India India is not a slum like Spain (laughs) so the area they were living in was not exactly beautiful either so the fact that they kept asking me is India still a poor country how dare you and if your mind is that slow and so behind educate yourself because India is way ahead of your country and I don't really I'm not the person who actually backs up India but at the end of the day I am Indian so I will back up India and I didn't I was offended I said to them look it's not a slum like Spain it actually isn't it's completely beautiful if you go to the beautiful areas you will see how rich it is and you won't be able to afford it because even I can't afford it so let's not even talk about India being a poor country There's corruption, but there's corruption everywhere. But that doesn't make India a poor country. It's just a bit slow with the judicial system. And that is improving now as CBI has entered the system. So what I'm trying to say is that they basically made fun of brown people, my skin colour, my culture. And it was like a joke to them. It really was a joke to them and I did not enjoy that. So I couldn't even eat my food on Christmas because everything was pretty much seafood and I don't eat seafood I don't eat seafood I don't like seafood so I told her in my culture we don't we eat chicken lamb and stuff we're like we're not allowed it but we eat it but we don't eat seafood like we don't eat crabs lobster shrimps and stuff like that that's not a thing so she said to her family that I'm a fussy eater now if you're brown if you're brown please tell me in my dm right now do you think we're a fussy eater because we don't eat shrimp, lobster and crabs? Please tell me because I'm going to about to lose it. And I lost my mind. I said to her, you know, I'm not a fussy eater. It's against my culture to eat stuff like that. So she's like, isn't it against your culture to eat chicken and stuff? She says, yeah, no, I, I think in our culture, it's mostly beef, but we don't like seafood. Like me and my sisters don't eat seafood. Nobody in our family eats seafood because it's it's not very brown thing. Like it's brown people don't eat it. It's just full stop. They don't eat it. It's not something to be about fussy about. We don't eat beef for religious purpose. Don't you dare call it fussy eaters because that's nothing to do with being fussy. And we're not our bodies not function to eat stuff like that because if I eat shit like that, my stomach gets my stomach goes bad. So her father made me try this something tuna salad or something and. Um, I didn't know what it was I thought you know let me try it and the next day I was throwing up because it was so like it didn't suit my system so you know it's not about being fussy eaters about what suits your system so I said to her like what can I really eat so I just pretty much just ate potato salad I'm not joking just potato salad and cheese crackers that was my Christmas dinner I was missing my pigs and blanket. Oh my god. <laughs> That's the only thing I look forward to in Christmas is pigs is a uh, pork. Uh bacon, chicken roast, pie, whatever. Well usually we have cho chicken or to- turkey roast, whatever. Um but pigs in a blanket is a uh, mmm yum. So all day when I was there she says to me you have to prepare something for us I was like what so she says you remember you made me rice at my at your flat and I said to her look that was ready-made rice you know that I can't cook I don't know how to cook 
So she says, come on, you should know how to cook a little bit. And I says, look, I, I really can't. And they were genuinely expecting me to cook for New Year's and Christmas. And I didn't know how to cook. And I said to her, I made it very clear that I really don't know how to cook. So what are you expecting from me? I don't know because I don't know how to cook. So she was like, oh, you know, I'm a bit gutted that you don't know how to cook. And I said, well, you can come to my house. You're more than welcome to come to my house in London and my sisters will happily cook for you. My mum will cook for you, you know, as a thank you gesture for keeping me. So she was like, okay, we'll do that. We'll do that. So that's how I got away with cooking. (laughs) But then I was like, every day became harder for me because they were just chilling with each other. Then she, he, her, her father bought this uh, famous hot chocolate. Basically, it's like um, Spanish people have really thick chocolate. By the way, it's not like how hot chocolate is in London. So it's proper pure chocolate. So I prefer that, but little bit of that with more milk. So she says you're taking away the taste of it. So I tried it, and it was very, very bitter. So I said to her, "Look, I want it to have a little bit of milk. So you know, we would have that in cake." to celebrate new years which was really nice and the whole grape so spanish tradition to count down the days um to count down for new years is uh you peel the grapes you eat it you spit the seeds out and you eat all of them quickly quickly with the countdown while the countdown's going and then you say happy new year and it's over blah 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 and then you have champagne wine whatever you want so that was all fun to be part of the whole spanish thing but what was not fun was being in this situation where people were just, you know, constantly criticizing my culture, my country and um, making fun of me. And, um, you know, everything was just too much to take in. So I don't like it when people make comments about my weight or tell me to eat healthy or tell me anything to do with my weight. Until unless I don't ask for it, don't tell me. I didn't ask for your opinion whether I should lose weight, should I not. So she was on this whole thing with whole dieting with me. Like she really wanted me to follow her scheme of dieting and gymming and stuff like that. And um, my sisters were like, finally, you got someone who's pushing you. And I was like, no, I don't want anyone to push me. I'll do it myself. I don't need someone to push me. And I was doing it by myself. I didn't need any help. So when we came back, I, I told my mom I haven't slept. And my mom came to pick me up. As soon as she, I dropped her to her house and I got to my own home, I literally fell asleep. And my mom was like, bloody hell, you're so tired. I was like, yes, because I didn't get to sleep. I didn't get to eat nice food. I missed home food for three weeks. And I had, I had two weeks left and I was going back to uni. So I said, I'm going to spend these wisely at home. So at that time, mom made me everything I wanted to eat, like every Indian food possible, because she was like, I bet you missed all of this. And I was like, hell yeah. And then I complained and everything. Then they said, you know, I told you not to go for three weeks. You're the one who just overstayed your welcome. So maybe that's what it is. I probably overstayed my welcome. Hence, people were showing me attitude. And I didn't ask to stay that long. I was forced to stay that long. Okay, I don't like to stay that long. And now I know what my mistake was. I will never make it again. I even told my friend, like, if I ever say to you that I'm going for three weeks, make sure I cut it and say one week, five days, three days, two days, but not longer than five days. So I've made that a pact in my life now. Never, ever, ever. So I came home. I slept properly. My mom did not wake me up. You know, I slept properly. 
because she used to wake me up early in the morning so I used to go to bed and now I wake up uh, at that time I, I wake up like 12 o'clock in the afternoon no joke <laughs> and um, so I was enjoying my holidays and I was eating pizza and I put it on my snapchat and she says enjoy your holidays and I said what the hell does that mean then officially I moved into back to my flat and when I moved back to my flat she says come let's go shopping and we had this whole discussion about food, like, don't eat this, eat that, don't eat that, don't eat this, eat that. And I was like, well, to be honest, I've heard this is healthy, you know, it's not it's not such a big deal. And she was like, so I just feel I keep justifying myself to people when I shouldn't have to. I should just do whatever the fuck I want to because I'm an old enough woman. I can make my own decisions. I can eat whatever the fuck I want to. It's none of your business. But I didn't think like that at that time. So I was like, you know, I was telling her that, you know, I want to do this, I want to do that. And she was like, you're wrong, you're wrong, you're wrong. Then I was really angry because she kind of talked, she kind of threw everything back at me when I spoke about boarding school to her. So she was like, well, you know, this and that. I was like, don't you dare throw anything back at me because I told you in full confidence what happened to me there. Don't you dare throw that at my face. And that's when it became all cold between me and her because she was becoming very mean and very rude to me for no reason. So I went to, we went to grocery shopping together and she was telling me, you shouldn't buy this, you shouldn't buy this. I said, look, I'll follow my own diet, you follow your own. <laughs> but what I found ridiculous, guys, is that when you make a soup, you grind the vegetables, right? And then you eat it. This girl is so dumb. Even the fact that her mom gave her this advice, that made me laugh so much she gets vegetables she boils the vegetables she gets the water out from the vegetables that she boiled and she throws the vegetables in the bin she throws the vegetables in the bin the the, the vegetables that have the most nutrients are in the bin what's the point so she just drinks that water and that's what she was doing for one or two three weeks she lost weight then afterwards I stopped talking to her because I was really annoyed with her behavior and I was really like it was just agitating me so much because I just couldn't confront her and I just couldn't be fake like I just don't like people when I don't like someone I don't like hanging out with them and I don't know how to say fuck off in short so I just you know kept my distance didn't go lectures for some days and just trying to avoid her as much as possible and that's exactly how I got away with it because then she realized that I'm not coming. I didn't tell her my my grades when they came out. You know, I just said, yeah, I scored well. And um, yeah, pretty much it was like that, you know. And then on Snapchat or Instagram, I see she's always out with her new friends eating pizza, pasta. I was like, Bleh, that diet didn't last, did it? So you were telling me to put me on a diet and you can't even hold your own diet. At least I carried on eating salads. I didn't go back to eating carbs straight away. Like I eat carbs like just once a, once in a week and that's on Sunday. Once a week and a Sunday where I can eat whatever I want. And I'm enjoying this. It's not a big thing to me. It's not hard for me to do. So the fact that she <laughs> was trying to pretend like she's Miss Dietitian and her mom and her are like done a degree in dietitian in nutrition and all that I was like nah your mum doesn't know everything because your mum would have been skinny then if she was such a proper nutritionist so I didn't really believe anything because I was telling my mum everything my mum was like no that doesn't make sense that doesn't make sense because these are the things that have the most nutrients 
or most protein or you know most uh, things that you need in your diet I don't know how to answer that guys I really did not know how to answer so I had to just block her and that's how I dealt with the second year I had to change my film group going to another group um, and whatever I was appreciated for my talent and that was the best thing ever so I have to I've learned one thing is that do not make friends that quickly test properly like I said test again um, this was again last year so I've not done this in the future this is like past and I've learned my lesson that just because I know someone for a couple of months I shouldn't go to their house and if I do I probably did overstay my welcome like some people say maybe you overstayed your welcome and maybe I did you know but either way I'm not wrong because I was forced to go I didn't want to go she pushed me she was like please come 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 and I went so yeah I do appreciate her family looking after me so I did send them a very heavy expensive present as a token of thank you to say thank you to them for token of appreciation to say thank you for keeping me healthy and whatever you know so I do appreciate but I didn't appreciate her behavior and her controlling me constantly but now she has a new group of friends and I wonder which friend she's controlling but I don't want to know anymore so that's where I draw the line and I've never going again for three weeks bloody hell no way I wasted my Christmas New Year's in January over there <laughs> I came back on like 3rd of January and I went on 16th of December so yeah I'm better now <sighs> finally finally I'm okay Woo! I'm free so when I came when I broke like when I was no longer talking to her I felt this sense of tension leaving me and like my back became a bit like my shoulders became lighter like it felt nothing I'm not carrying anything no burden nothing so I felt really better but I felt like I know her friends and everyone must be cursing me thinking that I'm the bad person but I hope people know that it was her not me and that is the end of this podcast thank you for listening and hopefully I'll come up with a interesting topic next week bye-bye good evening and goodbye have a great day